Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back to the OC. I'll be your host for today, Jason Turnbull. Glad to be here with my two comrades, comrades. Kevin Longpray, Dr. Sean Landry. Sir Jason. <laughs> Sir Sean. Jason. Thank you for having us, Jason. Oh, thank you for being here. Yeah. means a lot. <laughs> yeah. It means a whole lot. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So we're going to jump in today with... Um, no, no warm-up talk? Oh, we can warm-up, sure. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? What's on your mind, Kevin? Jay, I heard you threw Nothing. your back out this weekend. So I'm so used to you talking longer. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey? I actually didn't throw it out. I just oh, yeah. I did Almost. like a heavy workout yeah. moving exercise equipment. Moving exercise yeah. equipment. Treadmill. So just for anyone who's never moved a treadmill before, you're Higher certainly not missing out on anything. Never, ever do Don't so. Don't do it. Higher professionals. But if you do... Mm call your friend with the biggest muscles you know yeah that's why i was there right yes that's why <laughs> you guys were both absent <laughs> and you don't have a pickup truck shout out and to that. maybe his initials yeah shout out to cw cw yeah cw love it yeah, yeah that was amazing that was amazing amazing six hours of work yeah. but he's a, mam- a mammoth of a man mm-hmm. so if you're gonna get anyone to move yeah, yeah two treadmills two fridges two patio sets yeah pretty good higher cw yeah. yeah. How about you guys? Well, I was working. My what you uh, dog has diarrhea. Oh, wow. Mm. I got that. So more, more mushrooms or what? No, no, no. Not mushrooms this time. I don't know what happened. Chocolate. Halloween chocolate. No, no. It's a mystery. Hmm. No, but we're, uh, we are going to figure it out. You're enjoying it. It's amazing. What yeah. would new Germanic medicine tell you about oh, dog yeah. diarrhea? Dog diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> She's repairing something. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Well, what way is her colon? Because you have to look at the pattern, the shape, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I did not check. So that are up here, right? Right. I didn't check. That's a good point. You should check. I will check tonight. I'm not (laughs) sure if she's right brain, left brain dominant. My guess is right. Is she any brain dominant? (laughs) (laughs) Puppy brain dominant? Puppy brain dominant? Yeah. I'm not commenting on that one. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah. Well, I feel your diarrhea pain. Woke up with some diarrhea this morning. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'd like you woke up with some diarrhea? (laughs) No, we have, uh, we are uh, fostering uh, five puppies. When you say we, when you say we, you mean the family, the family, we have five puppies. Uh, Yeah. Context. My wife brought home a pregnant German shepherd. She's a veterinarian and uh, we've had a, uh, yeah, we've now had, we have four weeks in. We have four, actually, they're adorable, the puppies. My boys love it. Every morning they love to go play, except this morning there was diarrhea everywhere. So <laughs> That's why they're adorable, so yes. you don't kill them, right? Yeah. Exactly. Your kids might not love it when you turn around and get rid of said puppies. but No, no, we had, we had people over, actually, for adopt, the, the adoption process, so they're, they're good. We're getting... Hmm. We're making sure that they understand that they're uh, they're all leaving. It's they're temporary. All, yeah, we can't keep all five. It was the discussion. The first discussion was hilarious, though, when we were sitting around at dinner. I was like, "So we have some nice families. They're going to come adopt the puppies." And all three of the boys were like, "What? We're not keeping all of them?" <laughs> it was uh, yeah. It's a lot of poop. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. Seven dogs, a cat, three boys. You know, I'd be leaving to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've wowed our, our audience, yeah. 
we're going to transition into Not like some good diarrhea talk. <laughs> yes. Right. A little <laughs> casual chatting. Yeah. 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 So uh, let's discuss maybe some, now that we wowed them, yes. we're going to share them our topic of how we want to wow our clients oh, in easy the, ways. I in the our, segue. You saw the segue, right? Yeah. Easy ways that we can wow our clientele and our practices mm. to keep driving the word of mouth referrals, to keep driving your business forward. The and wow there's no factor. The wow factor. Exactly. So we thought it'd be nice to share a few ways that you can do that um, in your practice starting tomorrow where you can do simple things that we find are very simple yet are very effective and very personal to the client that's in front of you and hopefully has them leaving your offices, you know, wow. screaming your name at the top of their lungs. In pain. <laughs> in pain. <laughs> right. And yeah. in declaration of Independence. your impressiveness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Kev. Yeah. How do you do that? What do you do that your clients are like, oh my goodness, this guy is easily the third best osteopath in this facility. <laughs> easily. One, I try not to talk. I don't even talk. That helps. Like I just silent treat them, right? <laughs> um, don't explain anything. Don't, don't. Zero explanation. And try and, you know, let them know that they're not a professional huh. and that they should listen to what I'm saying. Even though I'm not even saying though, it. Even though you're not saying anything. No, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> you should thing. be able to tell by the tone of my body. Yeah, my body language. Yeah. It's that. very cold. Right. <laughs> it's very cold. Like penetrating cold. Uh, no, so if we go with... Uh, well, that's my list. Do you, know, you don't have a list? Oh, we had to make our own list. Oh. Oh, wow. No, there you go. You're welcome. You, you, know. you like this one. I know this one's got your name written all over right there. You're the host. Well, there's a whole bunch. We, we could go through. Obviously, if we... I think the, the the most important thing, like Sean was even saying, is uh, today Last no pre-recording. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wish we had recorded that because that was gold. You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the first one we're going to give out. <laughs> Unless you know Amazing. it. Unless you know it, then you know it. Yeah. But if yeah. you don't know it, don't pretend you know it. No. <laughs> uh, obviously, they're they're. A new person coming in, well, whether new or not new, is coming in and they want, obviously, some things answered. So it's important for us to give clear advice on, one, what they should be doing when they leave, uh, to why, what's going on. Like, why are they in pain? Give a synopsis of what you're finding, what, how that makes sense with what they're, they're coming in with. Uh, so that they have a clear picture of like, okay, uh, right, this totally makes sense why it came out of nowhere. Well, it didn't really come out of nowhere. It it built over time because you didn't notice the signs of something brewing, let's say. Mm -hmm. So one, you can use the se a session as an educational uh, uh, platform setting to, to, yeah, to actually help them understand how the body works, one. So you're setting the stage for them you know, asking more questions about, well, oh, well, that makes me think I had this. Does that mean, you know, so people get more informed about it then the, the likelihood of them coming f to you for advice too is, is greater because they just, they want to understand why they're in pain and how, how they can get rid of it. Sim put it simply, right? So, so the wild part is that they're, you're essentially teaching them about their body and how it works and how these yeah. things actually do play a role in their health. Yeah. So take the time to talk about what you really enjoy is like investigating. It's like a puzzle for us all the time. So for sure. it's like, oh, well, okay, I understand you have pain here, but did you, you ever notice that you're really off here and that this is happening? And then they're like, yeah, I've noticed that for a long time. Well, that's probably why it took so long for this to actually happen. 
because either, you know, I'll say it often, like, let's say with an athlete, you know, they'll, they'll usually have the present the symptom a lot quicker than someone that's maybe not as active because there's more mileage, there's more abuse. They're so challenging that, the tissues yeah. more often. So I think the key is, is tailoring the conversation to show them a little bit of their history of why they get stuck in a particular way, maybe from the things they do to what they're not doing. And then enlighten them on uh, what they can change on their own, one, giving them some responsibility in it, and two, what we're going to do to correct the issue. So now they've come in not knowing anything of why they're in pain, and now they have a context of why it showed up and how we're going to get rid of it mm. as a team, again. Yep. Right? So I think that's probably one of the, the bigger uh, ones we uh, sure. start with, right? I don't know what you think. So is this like you're saying that you're answering the four questions or are you kind of letting them know more about their body here with the interrelationships and connections? or Education. Education more. You're here, I think, right? Which I think yeah. is good. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I when I think of wow factor, I think of a concept I heard a while ago called raving fan service. So um, you want every patient that comes to your clinic or every client that comes through your door to actually um, leave happy, excited, and to rave about your services to their friends, their colleagues, even the, you know, the corner store across the street. And how do you do that? Well, it's a lot of it, but uh, we feel that the best practices are built on a solid foundation and referral-based practices uh, will always stand the test of time. And how do you do that? Well, it involves a lot, right? So it, it happens from the moment they walk in the office. It happens sometimes because even this loop, right, this raving fan will go out, go out and tell someone about uh, someone that they know about you and how you help them. So automatically they're walking through the door and they already have an idea of who you are and what conditions you can help. And they already have these kind of, they are holding you to a higher standard in that you helped someone and they were super excited about it. So there's there's already that feedback loop. But then once they arrive, you've, you know, you've clearly thought about uh, who it is you wanna help, how you can help them, and that's already in the decor of your office uh, with respect to, um, you know, it should fit the patient or the client that you've already dreamt up. And they walk in the door and they feel like, you know, not only have they had uh, the raving fan tell them about you, now they're walking in and the secretary is greeting you and they're in the right place. So they feel that's part of the whole experience. That's part of the wow factor. Uh, they're greeted by name. Right? They sit down, they fill your forms if, you, if they haven't already filled them out before. Uh, they've already started the healing process when the moment they, you know, from the moment they called to make the appointment. And then when you walk in the room, you've already reviewed their files. So you already know who you're about to see. You've already seen who has referred them. So you can make that instant connection. You can say, hey, thanks. Uh, I see you know, John Doe referred you. Uh, we've had great experience you know, helping. And you know, John Doe refers a ton of people here. Right, so you're creating these uh, these kind of the, these expectations and this connection through um, you know literally living up to whatever that raving fan has already told the person about. Uh, so and then it's like Jay said, then you got to wow them with the with the interview, the health history. You got to listen, listen attentively. You got to be a detective. You got to answer questions as they come up. You got to um, you know with your your clinical skills, with your detective skills. Uh, and and then you got you, you actually have to put your hands on them and show you know show them what you find right relate it to them teach them through education like Kevin said uh, make it uh, make it understandable 
And then Jay, we'll get into, I'll, I'll throw this back to you, but you get into answering, you wrap up by answering these four questions. And uh, these are the four most important questions to create that wow experience. And you can do them sometimes during the first initial eval. You can save them. You can, you can, you can, uh, you know, introduce it or save it during a report of findings. However, you decide to, to wrap this up, but we call it sometimes a five minute wrap up. We actually do it every time we see a patient, right? We go over these kind of these, this similar wrap up. But uh, yeah, Jay, I'll make sure I'll throw it back to you. But that's part of uh, the the wow experience for me. So yeah. from what I hear from that, it's like a lot of that initial stuff is preparedness. Is that you're prepared for when they walk in through the systems and procedures that we already have in place when that person gets in here, right? Having the front desk trained properly, having the sheets ready to go, having you had the time to the time you have with each person to be prepared for that, right? That's the big part of it, is being prepared and being, you know the professional place they think they're coming to when they walk through that door, like they, yeah. they believed. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's great. I mean, I think that's, before I get into those four questions, I think that's why if we look just at our own clinic personally, why our, our three core values reflect on how you best wow somebody. Yeah. Right. And you do that. We find you do that by finding the root eat cause. Eat a good breakfast. Eat a good breakfast. <laughs> have a great bowel movement. <laughs> right. Before you yeah. come to the office. That's one, a one B. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. So I think the big thing we always tell our, our colleagues that we work with and as a staff, we try to come in with those, find the root cause of dysfunction, exceed expectations, which is a lot of what you described, Sean. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Like exceeding expectations as far as like the personal touches that are there, the, the knowing people, the communication between each other. And then the final one being inspire, like being inspirational, being showing them the path, living that life, being a pro we've discussed in other podcasts. And, and as a team, if we can do that, that helps your chances of having that wow factor, right? Mm. Um, I find that when people come in, one of the best ways is you want to encourage them that they're they're free to ask questions at any time. Obviously, it's a it's a it's a two way street. Open dialogue. But I think right? it's really nice that if you start off by being the communicator and asking the correct questions, I like to think that if you can if you can go ahead and explain things before they have to ask, then yeah. they really feel like wow, like this well, you're place showing, showing interest in their issue. Exactly, yeah. you're showing interest and passion, enthusiasm and too. Enthusiasm. Right? It's, it's how. Like, so there's not just doing it; it's how you yeah. do it. Exactly. If you love what you do, it shows. Exactly. And then they'll tell people about you. Right? Exactly. And Don't most, roll your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Exactly. That doesn't, work. that doesn't work very well. Huge backfire. Big yeah. sigh. I tried it. Doesn't work. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. You were by them. Oh my. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, so I think I think what we've uh, discussed in, in previous podcasts, I think it holds true. On those kind of the four questions we always talk about are what are the four things that everyone wants answered when they come in? They want to know, can you help me? Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> what's my name? No. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with me? Where am I? <laughs> what's wrong? So one, what's wrong with me? Yes. Can you help me? Yes. How long will it take? Yeah. And how much will it cost? Yeah. Those are what they, every person, even if they don't know it yet, that's what they all want to have answered. Mm -hmm. So if you can somehow, you know, we all have our ways of doing an assessment, right? We all have our, our routines, if you will. There is a pattern to it. There's a reason why we do things in order sometimes so that we don't forget. Yeah. Right? It's like when we go in the shower in the morning, most people tend to wash their hair or wash their body in the same order every single time. Every yeah. day, because that way you won't forget to wash your left you arm and just your right leg. Yeah. Absolutely. That's part of what we do as humans is we make it very routine-based. I'm pretty sure you do that too, Kevin. Same Although order. when you only shower once a week, it's hard to remember if the order is exactly the same, I guess. Well, it's not hard unless you have amnesia. <laughs> True. <laughs> right? Does, do you know someone that's influential that has... Amnesia? Yeah. You mean, Maybe not. And you might even forget to shower. No. no. Brandon? Yeah. Could be. <laughs> Could be. 
be Brandon. <laughs> could be Brandon. So yeah, so that's um, that's a big part. That's if you can if you can take part of that and, and you'll make it part of your routine that it's natural. You're not saying, oh, it's going to take this amount of. I don't tell people how many appointments it's going to take. It's the dialogue for me becomes. Listen, this is the situation you come in with. Most people come into our clinic obviously in pain, and you can have that discussive phases of care, what stage they're in, what we anticipate, what do you expect after that treatment. Yeah. This is what we're going to do first. We're going to get rid of your pain. We have to restore your mobility. We need to see that's you off in this so part. That's then part we're of the can move. you help me? That's part of that that dialogue, which yeah. makes them go, wow, there's a plan here. Finally, I know that I'm seeing the right person. There's a path or a plan for recovery. And I think that's the like that way you communicate that can be very, very um, influential in that on, upon that person of how much how that how well they receive it and how well they're going to talk about it when they're when they've left your clinic. Yeah, and I, the allopathic model sometimes just th- is the take two pills and call me in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, or never, that, or never, right? If you're you call leave me a message, but there's no message. Yeah, no, call leave no me a message. Service. But we have to really, really break that mold. And that's why people end up in our door, obviously, right? Because it's uh, sometimes they've seen multiple therapists and or the, the conventional paradigm has let them down. And so when you can actually listen, connect, and educate, and then really outline a plan for these people uh, to follow, uh, that literally hits all all kind of the, 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 the points and creates that, like I said, that, that wow factor, that raving fan uh, practice that you ultimately, everyone wants, right? Well, definitely there seems to be a shift that more people want that, right? They yeah. want to play an active role in their health and not just you know, take some pills and, and don't do anything. They want to play an active role. They want to understand it more. They want to contribute towards their health. Definitely that's been shifting towards our path of work for a long time. I find yeah. the last couple of decades we've been doing this or more. Yeah. So, great. Kev, what else would you like to add on to that? What Nothing. else do you think is... Nothing. Uh, yeah? I'm done. <laughs> no. Anything else that you find, like, whenever you do something or did the way you, you communicate that, you're, I did. that no, your clients are like, wow. Right, left? I Just the right side. What which, order? Which your earlobe first? Well, just the, just the right side? Top to bottom. Yeah. yeah. Top to, okay. Oh, yeah. top to bottom. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to your question. Yeah. What, what else do you do? What do you like to do? What do you what do you what do you do in your you've noticed that your clients are like wow, I always know that whenever I do this kind of thing, patients really seem to gravitate towards that. Anything else? Well, I think uh, what we're discussing about answering the question of that what people want to know what's really going on with them, right? Mm-hmm. So you could take that a step further, and most people in our line of work too, when we start to talk about emotional issues and things like that that are influencing the physical body, um, you know they're. I find in my clientele and most people I would say are interested in knowing like, Oh yeah, it's true that that circumstance in my life that could really have an impact on me on a physical level. How so, you know, so depending on who's in front of you, you know, there, you'd have to kind of figure out how you're going to deliver that message and to what degree, because not, um, you know, you can't say the same thing to everyone or present it the same way just because they might, one, not be into that, or two, not really want to know that much detail about it. Mm-hmm. But most people are. I, I, I think you guys could agree. Like that, most people are interested in knowing. Like, oh yeah, you're right. I have been super stressed about X, Y, Z, and I never thought that that could have an impact on my digestion, and that's why my back hurts. So once you start doing those types of uh, uh, interrelationships and showing them how vast that is and how the body really works on so many levels. I think that is a, a 
true testament to how well the, the, the actual treatment's going to go and how much they're going to recover and how much more they're going to learn about, well, maybe I should be careful about the way I'm perceiving this and or reacting to this because they tend to always do that. Hmm. And that goes along with why I always have this. <laughs> so it. if they could start putting two and two together, well, then now they're, that's a huge advantage. Now they could start catching them, themselves in action, so. correct the course of action, put in a behavior that they want to have. Okay, so right? you, yeah, so what you're talking about is, is, like you say, establishing that partnership, making sure that they understand they play a major role in how they yeah. show up every day, but then you're also correlating it and showing connection, right? Sure. So you're, you're allowing them to see that this has an impact on that, and uh, I think it comes down to, again, communication. Like you, you For know, sure, and, so. I, and I think, like, just to, as an example, you know, like you'll hear some people, oh, yes, someone told me that was all in my head. I go, well, everything's all in our head. Mm -hmm. I, I said that's not necessarily a negative thing it's, yeah it's a negative thing if you don't pay attention to it mm -hmm. and or never correct it <laughs> i said so saying it's in your head doesn't mean you're crazy saying it's in your head means there's something you're repeating on a regular basis that's having an impact on a biological level mm -hmm. well wouldn't you want to change it you know the, then we could start talking about ways like ah well how can you do that through let's say changing awareness uh, in certain situations, like a lot of people have done it with many things. They'll say, oh, yeah, it's true. I always react like that when that happens. Okay, well, now you know. Number one, now you know. Yeah. So you can use that to your advantage. Say, okay, all right, I'm going to take a step back, slow things down a bit. How do you want to react in that situation? Start to think about it. It's going to give better ideas of how you can better handle the situation so that you're not always in reactive mode and getting the same outcome physically. Now, obviously, this needs to be in situations where the dilemma or the trauma is significant enough, right? If it's not, it's not going to have a biological impact like it would if something was more significant. Yep. So one of the, when I read, I think wow factor, I actually think correlating these things, definitely we, we talk about this again in different podcasts, but uh, applied kinesiology has yeah. al allowed, not, not to mention all your ortho neuro, right? Uh, For sure. Osteopathic examination, chiropractic examination. Um, if you can demonstrate different uh, links within the body, right? To different anchor points that they may be having or, or uh, you know, I think that really has a wow factor, right? And it's also the time, right? You take, like Jay, we talked about this all the time, but the time, like actually going through a step-by-step -step evaluation and and putting hands on people, right? And, Very, then, and, then, and then you recap it and you yes. show them and you bring, you know, are they visual or the auditory or can you show them with a model? How does that look? All those little things that they can walk out really understanding how their body operates and how it's maybe not doing so like it should be are huge, huge benefits to them. The yeah. crazy thing. Yeah. is we've been talking for 22 minutes and not once have we mentioned one technique. Yeah. No, it's never about technique, right? right? It's not the techniques. I mean, we can go through these testings. We can show that shows them. Yeah. But the funny thing about that, you're right, Kev, the, but the funny thing about that is that it's so simple. Yeah. But simple can be yeah. more impressive. Impactful. Yes, yeah. and impressive, right? I, like, I still believe it's worth noting you you always want to address their initial complaint. Sure. Right? We always talk about that, right? But yeah. you, you don't just want to fly off in a different direction if you haven't established you know, some criteria first. Right? Yeah. So you always want to make sure that you're taking the time to to address whatever the pre you know, whatever they feel is the 
they feel is why they're showing up here today, right? Yes, well, that's so important. You, you validate that, yes, then it might lead, lead you off into some different directions based on the health history, listening to that's them. That's a good idea. That's like some, you know, I'll often say that. Say, ah, oh, yeah, I really understand. I could see why that's bothering you. Let's figure out where it's coming from. There you go. That's a good segue. You know what I mean? Totally. Like it's like, and, and you'll often say, well, it could just be local. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But let's see, because if it's not just local, yeah. you're going to come back here a lot. I'll say that lots of people coming in for extremity problems to say take tennis elbow. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah it's tender Might around like cool. the Lara Fernandez. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. And I'll say, wait, let's just check up. So I, you got a lot of stuff that's stuck here. And I'll say, like, you know, even if we make the world's best correction to your elbow, if you then use your arm and those forces then come back to your midline, but then at your midline, you're not able to disperse the force from there. I'm like, that same pattern keeps coming back down yeah. to your arm. And that's why you've had a lack of success because they're just going here, but they're not letting your body integrate better. And then usually they're like, wow, yeah, I never, absolutely, go for it. You know, like, yeah, right. and you can show them, they can, oh, is this one tender? How does that feel? Like, There's no so one's going to say, ways. no, no, just fix that. Just fix just the elbow. No, no, I'm here for my elbow. I don't really want to fix it. Yeah. And if they do, then you're not. Then you're not communicating, communicating properly. Yeah. That's right. And if for, if for an example, like I, you know, I thought of, you know, you're talking there, Kevin, forever there. <laughs> I was had, because you're doing it today now, which is very good. You're welcome to have that. <laughs> we'll have the floor. But you know, I, start, I was thinking maybe if, as, a, as far as listeners go, like maybe some examples for that. Like you were saying how they're relating how they felt and how they acted and how they felt afterwards. I remember having a guy in for the longest time who was treating his digestion, his digestive organs a lot had it chronic low back pain, occasional sciatica stuff. And it took him a while when we were talking and he's like, I really found it. I found the link. I'm like, what's that? And he said, he's full of shit. Yeah, I'm full of it. <laughs> totally full of shit. No, he just said that I now realize that when my digestion starts to switch where I get like, you know, more like a loose stool, I'm like, I got to be really careful because my back is imminently going to like go out on me. So I, as soon as that happens, I double down on my stretches. I work on my core and now I'm able to avoid the crises that I used to have. So, so he's established some check engine lights for himself, right? Mm, through yeah. through the way we were able to communicate. Sure. Why are you treating here? Why are Not you just here? A pretty and face, we huh? talked about the interlink. That's what's huge. Yeah. You know, people coming in with, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll assess the upper extremity and we do our ortho exams and they'll have, you know, a few muscles go that don't fire properly, that are weak. And, you know, it's not even AK, just regular stuff. They can touch, you know, C5, C6 and those three muscles are no longer weak. Yeah. And you explain to them, well, you know, imagine if we were running around now treating these muscles that really are fine, mm. but the real problem is your neck coming from, they, those are little small little things, but they're, I think it's important to share that. That's, this is the stuff that so they need, you can make, you can, you yeah. can have a direct feedback. Your client can see it and having them sometimes be able to see it is very valuable for your practice. So, so Kevin, you said this a few uh, podcast back, but it's the look, listen, and feel. And and when you match that with like proper executing execution of communication, um, based on kind of what we teach here, the chameleon effect. So understanding how this person sees the world, right? Sees the world from a, like I say, potentially these physical limitations or these mental emotional limitations, but also how do they how do they take in the world with respect to communication? Oh. And when you can literally uh, mirror those two, or or understand who they are, how they see the world, and then match that message to them, then again, it, it adds to that wow factor. And they say, wow, this person, like I say, they're raving fans. They really understand me. They understand what my problem is. They understand how, how, to, to, how to communicate that to me. You're to, personalizing the experience. Yes, how how to, you describe your, the, someone's dysfunction to an engineer is different than if they're an artist. Yes. And that you need to be able to, like you said, to personalize it to that individual, to yeah. really get 
the total buy-in and the appreciation and the and the and that comes with practice, right? That comes with practice and experience, right? You got to do. You have to have a few patience to you know, to like sure. work your way through that stuff and to come up with some of these analogies that we use over time or come up with these some of these uh, you know not, they're not scripts but some of these like these just situations that we've had before, right? Like and then you know once you get it, they're not scripts. As we good way of saying it, they're not scripts. No. But there are, you should be prepared in certain ways of yes. patterns that you can recognize. Yeah. And then it comes easier to, to share, right? Yeah. It makes me think, of, like last week I had a good friend of mine that uh, lives out in Los Angeles. And she, she has a shoulder problem. So she, she reached out and said, she goes, listen, I've, I've been seeing a, a physical therapist out here for a while. You know, it's from a reputable place. You know? And she got, I was just curious because not really anything is changing. Is that normal? And it's been six weeks. I said, well, you know, it depends. I don't know what happened to you. She goes, yeah. I go, what do they do? I go, do they just treat your shoulder? She goes, yeah. I said, not your neck? No. I go, nothing? Like not in your rib cage, nothing? No. No, just my shoulder. They usually put ice on it and then a TENS machine. And sometimes they play around with it a bit. <laughs> like, okay. I go, I think maybe we found the problem. <laughs> so I go, send me a picture of you facing me front back if you can get someone to take a picture from the back and now we'll see if there's something like really off you should have seen her neck i think i'm like so no one mentioned your neck no why i said well because that's where your problem is like her head wasn't even sitting on her neck properly <laughs> how can you see that i go do you have mirrors in your house <laughs> look in it i said your head is not even sitting on the oh yeah so then right there you know like Imagine that person is now, one, not wanting to go back there. And two, now realizes, okay, there's more to this than just rubbing the place where there's pain. You know? mm. yeah. So you have to give them the context to say, oh, okay, it might be something else. I might, you know. Absolutely. So it was just an interesting, uh, anything else? No, I think you did it really well. No, it was pretty good. Yeah, you want to sum it up? You've been just killing it so far. What do you, what do no, you think? No, I've, I'm tired. I, yeah. I think I talked a lot today. It's a lot today for me. All right. Normally, you guys are talking over me all the time. Your weekly (laughs) weekly shower day. You're exhausted. Yeah. Exactly. It's a long time. Gassed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I think to wrap it up, I think the big thing you're looking at is, um, you know, obviously you want to answer those four questions we talked about at the start, answer them before they even have to bring them up. It all starts from, like Sean said, from from the phone call when they, before they even arrive to the clinic, to their experience from when they walk in the door. The experience they have in your in your treatment room for hopefully a long duration for a half an hour to an hour per session where you can make a true connection and, and truly show them how their body operates and what's working well for it and, and what needs some help um, and then th- it's all about communication right talking about interrelationships the connections within the body um, how we can influence that how you know the triangle of health and how you know, there's a physical element a mental element a nutritional element and all the factors that you can you can put in your favor to guide someone back towards health. And the more you can do that and the clearer you can make those, those communication channels and, and, and then, and the time and the passion you put into your clients can be, uh, that's your path. That's your path to making that, that initial impression. That's going to go a long way to building your practice of your dreams really to, to get that waiting list practice. Yeah. Awesome. If you guys have any questions or comments, it's, it's almost like you're reading off a cue card, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. It's just, I blocked even, out there for a second. Even practicing. Yeah. In the mirror. Yeah. 
Wow. I'm cyber snack. I'm uh, good enough. I'm smart enough. Doggone it. <laughs> People like me. So hit us up online on the line. Uh, give us a five star review if you if you're nice. If not, you know a review. Don't <laughs> skip the review process. Yeah, skip. Yeah. Just skip it. Just skip it. But maybe share with a friend or a colleague. Um, that will if, give us five stars. Yes. If this helped you in any way, uh, hit us up, osteomentorship.com. That's the website. That's you can get on our email, our newsletter. And um, yeah, we got lots of tips, tricks, tools. There's a free video training series. Uh, we're going to revamp that whole thing as we get ready to launch the, uh, the Advanced Mentorship for Osteopaths program, the MBO. So we look forward to communicating with you guys. We will see you next week. We got our uh, our... I think our, our our marketing series is coming out pretty soon with some industry experts. So stay tuned, stay tuned for that, and we will see. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Two st- two st- stayed. Stay tuned. I really do that. Yes. All right. <laughs> take care, everybody. Ciao. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something, or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.